questions? Jimmy, I'm curious, when you have an opener like this that is so anticipated, I know the guys are so looking forward to, is there any need to calm them down almost when there's going to be such an excitement and such a, like, is there any concern about them being too hyped going into a game like that? Yeah, I think um, every game we're always making sure our guys, you know, have have poise. They can't just... Uh, I won't use any bad words up here, but they, they just can't lose their brain uh, with all the excitement. Okay, uh, but that's 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 football. You know, this, the, we're, we're always competing at the highest level. Um, I know there's going to be that extra energy, extra juice with all the fans in the stands, their friends and their families. Um, that's why we try to re recreate that in practice as much as possible. Um, but. Uh, that's that's uh, that's on us as coaches to make sure we're we're trying to coach it. We know there's going to be a big exhilarate exhilaration, and then we're just going to have to bring them back down. And then here we go. Once they get a few hits in there, and then we should we should settle back down and and start playing husky football. I'm wondering too. Um, Eddie said yesterday um, that one of the reasons he knew that he could come here and compete as a walk on was because he saw Ryan Bowman do it and he saw Miles Bryant do it. I'm curious how much you think that helps when one person's success, I guess, would encourage someone else like a Mish Powell or whoever to think, okay, this is a place where I could actually compete from that position. No, I mean, you said it best right there, Mike. I mean, all the players where they actually, it's not, it's not uh, just lip service. We actually, if you come in and you work hard and you make plays at your position and you're one of the best at your position, we're going to reward you. We're going to reward you with a scholarship. And you're, and if you're the best, you're going to play and you're going to become a starter. And it's not lip service. They've seen, they've seen guys uh, uh, that have been rewarded over the years. But then I also think it's also a, a huge uh, awakening also to our players that are on scholarship. That, hey, just because you're on scholarship doesn't mean you're just going to sit here and, and eat all this food and wear this cool jersey and that Washington helmet and everything's going to be handed to you. It's like, oh, no. You're, you need to go out there and you got to make sure you're putting yourself in position to be the best player at your position or you're going to get passed up. Um, I say it and I, I know I'm probably quoted a million times, but I'm an equal opportunity employer and my job is to get the best players on the field in all three phases. And it doesn't matter if we're paying for your scholarship or we're not paying for your scholarship. We are going to put you out on, on that football field to go make plays for Washington. Uh, I know this is two weeks from now, but uh, band day is coming up, and there was no band in the stands last year for you guys to hear during the game. Uh, I'm curious, did you participate in band when you were like in school? And also, like, what does the band kind of mean to you? Yeah. Well, first, first of all, I have no musical ability whatsoever. I wish I could play an instrument. That uh, that did not come my way for whatever it is for whatever reason. So, no, no instrument whatsoever. Uh, but I love our band, uh, and I. Uh, we miss them dearly. I tried to get them to come out last year during all the, you know, obviously the chaos of COVID and all that. Even this spring football is trying to get them out there. Uh, but just through protocols, we weren't, we weren't allowed to do it. Even for the spring game, I was like, okay, I know we all got to stay six feet away. Let's just put the band on the East field and we'll be able to hear them from the East field while we're in Husky Stadium. That didn't even, we, we couldn't even get that passed. So I love the band. Um, huge supporter of the band. We, uh, I mean, you guys have seen it. We, make our whole team learn the fight song and I'm so excited on Saturday night to hear Bow Down to Washington to hear Tequila two of my favorites um, Bow Little uh, just just hearing that uh, it sounds like Husky football and so I'm uh, I can't wait for all of them to be back in the stands 
Tiffany, I know that you 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 talked about making the team, putting the fights on, and that. I know you you've had a freshman come up and do that. Can can you talk about a couple of freshmen that really? Belted it out and okay. uh, kind of you. I'm going to tell you who was the best, and it was not a freshman. It was Jeremiah. Jeremiah Martin was the best. He was. He sang it from the heart. He knew it. Uh, I make all the newcomers. They have to. They have to make sure they they know the uh, the fight song because they're going to get their opportunity in front of the team to sing it. And Jeremiah sang it uh, with 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 uh, proudness nice and loud and proud and he knew every single word um so that was uh, he set the bar really really high everybody after him was not they were not very good compared to jeremiah he set the bar extremely high was that something that you, something that you brought or was that something that you guys were doing prior to no that's something that we started yes well uh, what was in the 20 process, well uh, this is a uh, this is a this this university has a lot of tradition, a lot of history, and I want to make sure our players know uh, what it means to wear that jersey and wear that helmet. Um, this is a a proud football alumni. This is a proud university, um, and our fight song is is the fabric of of who we are. Written way back in 1915, we watched the video of how it was how it was uh, how it came about, and. Um, you know, these guys are going to end up getting their degree from the University of Washington, end up playing, you know, they're playing football for University of Washington. They need to know their fight song. And I think uh, years from now, they'll, they'll look back and with great memories of, of knowing their fight song. Speaking of that pride and tradition, I mean, you guys just uh, announced some throwback uniforms. We don't know yep. when yet, but thoughts generally? Yeah, no, I'm extremely excited, extremely excited about it. Uh, I think our fans will be excited about it. I've heard a lot from uh, the alumni from the 1991 National Championship team, and they were really fired up about it. And uh, we, are, we are excited to, to celebrate the 30-year the anniversary of our 1991 National Championship. And with that throwback uniform, it'll be, a, it'll be one of many things that we're going to do this year to uh, show those guys the respect and love they deserve. Do you ever have any of those guys come in and like talk to the team? You know, I mean, is that something that fires up the players too? There's no question. Oh yeah, no, we do for sure. And uh, there's going to there's going to be some in the future, and there has been some in the past already. There's been some out at practice uh, during training camp um, and spring football. Uh, we want to make this a big deal, not only for our 1991 football alumni, but all of our alumni uh, from here moving forward. There's going to be two huge events. It's always going to be the third scrimmage of our training camp. And then um, our gridiron social the night before the spring game. And of course, the spring game. Those are going to be our two huge events where we want uh, to get as many football alumni as possible back here in the building. And it's, it's been great. I, a lot of them have reached out to me. I give my number to all of them. I want them to be able to feel like they can always come in here and come watch practice, come to games, and uh, we'll make it uh, accommodating for them and their families. Is that something that you wanted to emphasize when you stepped into this role in terms of, I guess, just further connecting with past players and sort of bringing past and, and present together more? Yeah, I mean, it go, kind of goes back to the, the, you know, the question about the fight song, um, you know, just the history and the tradition of this program. We need to honor those that came before us uh, that set up w what we have now. We get to play in this gorgeous stadium, in this gorgeous facility, uh, the beautiful new field. And now we have the indoor and the East field and all these things that, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping our players, and I know they don't, they don't take it for granted. I want them to, uh, to learn about the players uh, that laid the foundation and the coaches that laid the foundation of all the success that Husky football has had. Um, 
And, you know, to me, if you know your, you know, your history, you're, you're going to, you're going to be able to try to uh, do those things that those guys did way back when we have two national championships. We would love to get back on that level and get another national championship. So let's, uh, let's make sure we bring those guys around and uh, they can share some information of how they got it done. Some of those like inspirational guys uh, that, you know, you've coached up, go to the NFL too. I heard that Pete Carroll called you about some former players and whatever, but trying to get that with the whole team. I mean, do you feel like the talent that you have now um, and like five years from now, I mean, what do you, what do you see in five years from now with the guys you have? Uh, you talk about just our talent on our team going to the NFL, like five years, like what do you, what do you want to have Husky football kind of remember for like these guys right here? Right. I mean, I think, so you're mentioning, you know, Sidney Jones, obviously joining the Seattle Seahawks. Um, we we don't just have DBs in the NFL. We have a bunch of other players in the NFL as well. We have offensive linemen, quarterbacks, running backs, uh, you know, linebackers, D linemen, DNs. And so, um, you know, our, our recruits know and our high school coaches know that you come to the University of Washington, you're going to get developed. And the facts are we've had more players drafted than anybody in the Pac-12. We have more players in the NFL than anybody in the Pac-12. And we're up there in the top five in the country uh, with first and second uh, round draft picks uh, since we've been here in, in 2014. And so I guess to kind of lead into your, we have a bunch of players on our team right now that are also going to get that opportunity as long as they keep grinding, which I know they will. Um, and there's going to be a bunch of guys right after this, off this roster in the, uh, the spring of 2022 uh, they're, they're going to hear their name called by Roger Goodell and they're going to join one of the 32 in the NFL and we're going to be extremely proud of them and we have a whole bunch of up and, up and coming guys that as long as they keep working hard we know they got the characteristics of NFL players but they got to bring it every single day and continue to work hard and, and develop and improve and if they do that they'll get their name called as well with the, with the safety foul, I mean, there are so many guys that were involved in all three of those spots, with the, including the nickel. Can you talk about uh, kind of the final analysis, how long it took to really get down before you you know, the side of Julius and Cameron were, were the guys that, that you wanted to roll with? Yeah, and I think it's still, well, so first of all, for those two young men, they showed up every single day knowing their calls, uh, trustworthy. We knew they were going to be in the right position and they were making plays. Um, those are, they're all, every position is important, but those those two positions are extremely important just with the nature of the of the name, safety, right? Safety. <laughs> when everything goes wrong, that's our safety net. They got to make sure we're keeping things in front of us. And we've done a really good job since we've been here in 2014 of limiting opponents' big plays, number one in the country. It's not even close. And so we got to make sure whoever that is is trustworthy and they know the defense inside and out. And so those two young guys, uh, they do. But it's going to be, there's going to be other guys get opportunity on Saturday. Um, you know, those two young men are making their first starts. We'll see how, see how they do. And I'm, I'm very confident they'll do well. But we also have some, uh, we do have some depth there with players that have played who also are going to get their opportunity to go in there. And so we'll, we'll see how the dust settles here in the last, next few games um, at all positions, but especially at that position. MJ Tafisi, we've talked about him. You know, he had that injury and now he's coming back. Uh, what does his confidence look like now versus maybe like this point a year ago? Yeah, I mean, it's he's he's flying around. He's fast. He's physical. So proud of that young man. Uh, I, I still remember that play a, a couple of years ago when it was uh, you never want to see something like that and someone laying on the field like that. But um, he looks like he would, but he's even faster now because he knows the defense better and he reacts better. But 
He's like he was pre-injury and then some. He's even he's even better now. He knows our defense better. He's flying around. Uh, he's made some some physical plays, and you'll see him flying around on Saturday night. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 